0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Fig and Lock Talk. I'm Mr. Figs,
1: And I'm Mr. Lock.
0: And uh, welcome back. Uh, so just kind of give you an idea of what's going on. We've decided we're going to do two podcasts a week. Uh, if you let, listened last weekend, you probably noticed that we had to break the episode up into two pieces because there was just so much to talk about from last week. And we don't want to cram it all into one 45-minute session a week. Um we want to be able to dive into some issues. We want to have a chill discussion. If we're moving
1: at light speed to knock out 10 topics in 45 minutes, quality is just not going to be very good. Right. So we just decided, hey, two podcasts a week, we can make it work, and that way we can have a little more relaxed tone to this. And we actually keep these podcasts a reasonable time as well.
0: Exactly. So uh, that being said, we got some fun topics for you tonight. You know, The Grammy Awards were on Monday, so uh, Mr. Lawson talked a little bit about that. Uh, we also found out recently that Ronda Rousey was, you know, had contemplated suicide, which gets into the larger question, you know, if you're an athlete and that's all you have, you know, how big is a loss to you? How what kind of impact does it have on you as a person? Um, and then another, uh, again, this is a locals podcast. We're going to talk about locals issues. And uh, if you looked in the paper today, you probably noticed that the light rail is up for debate again, and the Virginia Beach City Council is going to ask you. If the uh, you know how you feel about it, they're going to be looking for your vote again on whether or not you want to extend this thing. So it provokes some discussion. Um, but that being said, let's uh, dive into. Oh, and one other topic we might get into tonight, also uh, not to make this a movies podcast, but we were just talking about has Hollywood run out of topics? Um, there's been a lot of reboots, a lot of sequels, late sequels uh, to old '80s and '90s franchise films. So that got provoked the question. You know, what has Hollywood run out of topics? And you know. Of uh, and if they have and, you, and we are going to re- re- reboot movies, what are some good '90s reboots that are out there, or some good '90s uh, potential sequels that aren't already in, in development? All right, let's go ahead and let's uh, start off with the Grammys. I mean, uh, Mr. Locke, you you uh, seem to know a little bit more about it. I I completely missed it. I was I would have been early last night.
1: I um when I got home, I saw the second half of it. You know the major things, hot points from the Grammy Awards. To keep track of if you following it. Um, Adele, she performed. Um, everybody said she sounded good, but there was a little audio miscue, so that was a mistake with her sound. Um, Kendrick Lamar performed. Um, everybody in the crowd, when they zoomed in on the crowd, everybody looked shocked by what was happening because he had a very illustrious stage presence happening. Bieber performed. Which one? He performed at um, Where Are You Now or... Um. Yeah. Where are you now? Like song with him you know, and Skrillex and Diplo. Yeah, I, you know, you know they I, won an award as well.
0: You know I I hate Justin Bieber with a passion. You love as, him as a person. He had a shitty mustache but the, too. The problem is, man, his music is catchy. Like as, I guess. And so as much as I want to hate him as a person, when his music comes on the radio, I'm like. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, she had a little mustache.
1: <laughs> because he had a little pre-Boobastic mustache happening. What
0: do you need? What do you mean? That's, that I it. mean,
1: that song is so catchy, man. He's rocking. Um, did he win anything? Yeah, he like I said, he got um, best dance recording. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift, she got the most rewards last night with three. America's Sweetheart, once again, does it. Um, I'm glad she stuck up for herself, man. She took a jab at Kanye West. Kanye West. West has ruined
0: her grammy accepted speech for
1: so long it doesn't matter Taylor it doesn't matter man Kanye West
0: is a giant jerk so she is like,
1: he is he is but she's 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 yeah I mean I don't like Taylor Swift either but still you know how people feel about Beyonce sometimes I feel about that about her what what do you mean it's like I could care less I just think she's a little I just I just don't like the fact that
0: she's so like she's so easily offended by stuff yes that's my only thing yeah, yeah. Like if, you you know critique, I mean? if you critique her her music she like gets really sour. You
1: had um um song of the year won by Ed Sheeran that song thinking out loud. Person I've never I heard only time I heard it was during that show and that was it. Um I, it's not I don't listen to it at all. Um record of the year was done by Uptown Funk your boy Bruno Mars. That's a good song though you say so. Uptown um, oh come on. And then um best <laughs> rap album. Pen- Kendrick Lamar won that, and he got nominated the most last night. He only came away with three awards. So you, know?
0: you mentioned the fact that people were seen to be shocked by his performance. I mean, it's the Grammy Awards. So artists, musical artists in particular, always tend to want to push the envelope and make a political statement. Everybody, Are we but, really, should we really be shocked by on, this? But
1: everybody's on this weird pedestal right now with like the whole shoe bowl after with Beyonce, thing, whatever. So with this award, and then with prior to that, you had the Academy the, Acad- the Film Academy Awards, right? And everybody felt like, oh, the racial bias of black people, blah blah blah. So this awards show was very diverse, with Pitbull performing, you know, Adele, Kendrick Lamar performing, you know. What I mean, it was very diverse, you know. Um, the strange, the head scratcher of the night for me is Megan Trainer, or Trader, or Trainer. Yeah, yeah. She got Best New Artist.
0: She has been all over the place, but she's been around her, for two her, years. Her album exploded, though. All about that, all, I, all about the bass. I thought that came out this year. Th-
1: no, that song came out a while ago.
0: Oh yeah, it, it came out. Oh ago. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: She's been out about two years, and because her album comes out now, she's best new artist. That's bullshit. And that well, who be would suspect. you
0: who would you give it to?
1: Best... I don't know. I'm like really. <laughs> true, <it's>, uh, <laughs> he I will. I will be honest with you. I listen a lot of ESPN radio. You know what I mean? I listen to a lot of Fox. I listen to Fox. I haven't listened to I radio. listen to classic rock. I, I, I don't listen, you know what I mean? I listen to podcasts I all day,
0: and I, I haven't touched. I might watch. I, I listen to, you know, 98.7 in the mornings on the way to work, but I really listen to their new music. So, music. I mean, a lot of times with new
1: music, it's really hard to keep up with. I think we're, we're slow. I think with hip hop, though, I'll tell you, we're slowly. Some of the shits begin to fall down, and the better hip hop going to rise at the top, and hope maybe another year it might get a little better. But that's the Grammy's in the nutshell. Right, right. Not bad. It wasn't a bad showing. I wouldn't say it was the worst Grammys, but it wasn't that bad. Even Bieber's performance wasn't bad. Sure. So, I mean, you can't That taxi
0: performance, I watched that on YouTube. That was hot. Yeah. I love Sofia Varga. Yeah. And then watching Pitbull do his thing. That taxi song is so out of control in Miami. Even, like, so, it's funny. I'm in Miami over Christmas, and you know your song is hot when, you know, women who are over the age of 40... Are singing it and are jumping it on the radio, and they know what the words are because they're all Spanish down there. They all speak Spanish, yeah, man. so well, my mother in law is in there singing this song. I'm like, and my, my wife's telling me the lyrics are pretty explicit. Uh, you know that song is hot, so that's crazy. And I know my I know my mother in law is listening right now, so uh, I'm blowing up your spot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, on the next subject um, with the Ronda Rousey. Um, on Ellen Generous show today, um, she was on there, and she gave it a mission where Ellen asked her, after you lost your fight to Holly Holcomb, how'd you feel about it? And she got a little bit more candid by talking about, you know, she felt very alone, she felt Scared, and she actually felt worthless to the point that she was politic in the idea of actually committing suicide.
0: Well, yeah, I think the quote she gave Ellen was that she felt like, "Who's going to want me? Who's going to want or like me now?" Because I mean, that that is her livelihood, right? That's what made her popular. She has a husband. Yeah, she's one. She's one of the most you know popular women MMA fighters. Actually, I would say MMA MAA fighters, male or female, uh, in a long time, and she. She suffered a loss. I mean, I, I, I can only imagine the only other person I can think of that's similar in stardom and in loss would probably be Tyson when he lost to. Um, Holyfield? Holyfield. Uh, I mean, that was, a, that was a huge loss for him. He lost to
1: Holyfield, though. He wasn't champion.
0: No, wait. Well, but he lost, who was it he when he was champion? He lost to somebody else, though. He lost to
1: um, Buster Douglas. Buster Douglas,
0: there. exactly. So, I mean, at some point, every great is going to gets a loss.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I
0: mean... It, Losing is a part of life. It is. It is part of life. But that makes me wonder, I mean, is she just... It never occurred to her that she would ever lose a match.
1: I mean, I think in a sense that... Um, I, I, I don't want to come off insensitive, but in, in the sense that her dad committed suicide in the right. 90s. So, she's already experienced that a little bit in her life. She struggled through alcoholism and drug abuse in yeah, yeah. her life. You know what I mean? So she there's some deep rooted issues somewhere. Like there's mental issues somewhere there. Well I think everything. You know what yeah. I mean and you know loss everybody loses. You know what I mean maybe you shouldn't take it that far. I mean her hearing that it seeing that like what happened now if she fights Holy Holcomb and then she loses again.
0: I think she'll. I, I mean, mean, like
1: it's going to be like her demon. Like she'll just quit. She'll retire because she can't be one person. No, I don't I think mean, that's going to be the case. I, but you don't. I, I, know. I think.
0: I think. I think it's her first major loss. Right? She's been on top on top for a long and time. And she's feeling herself way yeah. too much.
1: So I think film like, are talking think, about her being I Wonder think, Woman at one moment.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think there, she's she was
1: feeling herself way too much. Yeah.
0: I think she. I think she'll bounce back from it. No, no problem. I think every athlete bounces back from that first big loss. But the fact of the matter it is a big loss. It's the first time. It's the first yeah. one. And I think. I mean. Let's, I mean, let's be clear. She contemplated suicide. She wasn't in her apartment with the rope hanging from the, the ceiling like or right. the knife. She contemplated it. And, you know, I think we can all admit that all of us have contemplated suicide at one point. No, Really? No. Never. Why? Hmm? Why? I don't know, man. Sometimes people feel like the world's still falling around. I mean, right not right.
1: everybody would. And I'm not going to... Like I said, I'm not trying to go insensitive, I guess. But, I mean... I mean, I've never had the idea, like, man, I just want to... It'd be better if I just killed myself right now. No, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I've contemplated it I mean, once or twice. That's
0: something else. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's something.
0: Because I think I, I think there's a point. You hit a point. Sometimes you get the world and you got the world by the horns, and then something hits you, and you're not anticipating it, and it makes you feel really low. Um, I mean, and there are people out there that, is, that struggle with depression. Yeah, I mean, that's something that they do on a daily but basis.
1: A, but that's definitely that's that's something that they don't have really much control on. So I don't, like I said, I want to touch on that issue or come on that because I don't eliminate M- people that do something from that because it is a disease. It is a disease, yeah, absolutely. You know,
0: and so. it, it, it's it's a very it, thing is it's it's a very it's a silent disease too because you never like you know like case like Robin Williams for example nobody knew how bad it was right I mm-hmm. mean they some, I mean it was not it wasn't unknown that he suffered from depression but no one really they didn't see he was going to take it that far yeah exactly and it, that's the story with a lot of people I think yeah um. But, I mean, I think she'll bounce back from it. I think she already has. I mean, she went on to host SNL after after this event. So, I mean, clearly people still hold her in high regard because even though she lost the match, she was still on SNL. Oh, people are still feeling her. She's still she's, doing movies. She's still doing she just, a lot of modeling. She, yeah, she was just in Sports Illustrated. I think yeah, she didn't have yeah. the cover. I think. Yeah. Or oh, not the cover, but... She had,
1: like a, she had it painted on, like, yeah. Thing, whatever, so I mean, I,
0: th- I think I think her career is still on. It's still on the up, and as you know, as long as she just does, she doesn't give up, as long as she learns from this defeat and just picks herself up and keeps going, and she's still gonna be a great MMA fighter. Oh yeah, should be fine. Yeah, should I mean, be fine. Like I said, this is
1: it was as um. Usually, you don't hear athletes in their prime like she is admit stuff like that.
0: I'm sure they're allowed them to feel that way. There's right? a lot of them that do. Feel they that probably like, just don't admit it on the Ellen. You know, what
1: show. I mean, usually. In, in NFL, I, I follow NFL very closely, and you, NFL, you hear about it after they've already been passed. It, well, exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, they've already pa- it's already passed away already, and now you realize that, oh, you know, she might be a person that, when she got knocked out, she might suffer a concussion. She might be a CT. That's person. a pretty
0: bold statement, though. I mean, maybe, maybe more if athletes will follow suit after that, because I can't imagine she's the only athlete that feels that way.
1: Right. You know what I mean? And this is, if handling losses, like we were talking about Super Bowl, and like Josh Norman was on the sideline crying. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean... It's earth-shattering. It's it's earth-shattering. Losing, like, at a major level like that is tough.
0: But like I said, it's not just athletes. I mean, this is...
1: Anyone could feel this way. Right.
0: I mean, you could be, you know, the guy at work who has everything we're going for him, and the next next thing you know... Yeah, you're fired, or maybe a a project you're working on fails, and and it just... you're If you're not someone who's used to losing or used to not getting... Having things go their way, it could be a really hard thing. Yeah. I mean, so...
1: Definitely. But um let's go ahead and move on to um some local stuff here. Yeah, yeah. Um with the light rail. Alright, so the light rail's back in the news, you know. Um if you are unfamiliar with the area, in our area of town we live at, the light rail goes to the outskirts of Virginia Beach and cruises downtown Norfolk and that's it. Um we're more of a tourist attraction when people come to town, people come to Virginia Beach, and that's where the tourist spot the beachfront per se. And town center, you know that's where the major tourist spots where people come to when they come to town that's where kind of where the action is happening, but the light road doesn't stand all the way out there,, no. so where the people of some by seven took a vote on it, and you said they voted to what
0: so the article I read in Virginia Pilot today actually, there are two articles I read. the first was the article about the referendum, and I'll get to that in a minute and then there's a there was a commentary. Um, by, uh, I don't know if I remember his name, but he basically, in in the Virginia pilot, he had a, there was commentary that there, a vote was taken and 60, 62% of local Virginia beach folk are for the light rail extension. So basically to give you some background, the light rail, when it was first proposed to come to Virginia beach, the, uh, the city council held a referendum and wanted to find out if the, the Virginia beach locals wanted this to take place. So they voted on it and they said 62% apparently favored yes. Now, fast forward to today. There's 151 million dollars at stake for travel and for travel and transportation in, in, in Virginia Beach. They want right now they want to direct that money toward the expansion of light rail. Virginia Beach City Council or the government in local government in Virginia Beach has said we want to hold another hold an, another referendum to see if the the people of Virginia Beach want this. But the time it will take to conduct the referendum would kill the $151 million that the, that the city is going to get to extend the light rail. So essentially they're saying, if we do this revote, we kill the light rail. Like, it ain't going to happen. So that kind of proposed the discussion. Is the light rail worth having in Virginia Beach? And I'll be honest, man. I don't know a single person that uses the light rail to go to downtown Norfolk. In fact, I was walking Granby Street this weekend and uh, I saw the late rail pull into at least two stops, and I didn't see a single person getting on or off that thing. So I'm beginning to wonder if it was just a colossal
1: waste of money. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's tough, because this would help the 757, because the traffic in Seven is so bad. Because you have everybody trying to go to the naval all the Navy, military people in this area... And then all the other workers on the highway at the same exact time, and our highway just isn't big enough, and our byways to get on the said highways aren't wide enough to handle that. They are literally the intersection of Independence and Prince Independence, and what was it Independence Virginia Beach Boulevard? That intersection is the busiest intersection in the Santa Seven.
0: Oh yeah, hands down.
1: And it is absolute monster in the morning. And then you're talking about just getting on sixty four. And all that, whatever. And you can see the cut down traffic. If you're telling a person that I work in downtown Norfolk and I could jump on a light rail and I could pay $3, it's cheaper than gas to driving. <laughs> cheaper than gas driving to your car. You can jump on a light rail, jump on there, take it downtown Norfolk, and then take a the light rail back home. You know what I mean? It'd be less traffic, easier to go. The light rail is pretty quick too.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, downtown Norfolk isn't, I mean, it employs a lot of people. Yes. But not to the extent the naval base does and the surrounding areas directly surrounding the naval base. So I mean I'm wondering how much of a dent in traffic relief does it really provide. Because I notice whenever I in the mornings, if I drive into downtown Norfolk, I find that once I get past the two sixty four interchange, because that's where you know people get off two sixty four going on sixty four, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of traffic backed up going into downtown Norfolk.
1: But then it backs up going into the tunnel, yeah. Right, but the light rail doesn't go across the tunnel anyways. So what difference does it make? Because trying to go away around work away around to like the waterside Nauticus area, whatever that traffic probably can be clustery. Yeah, but who's going there though? People.
0: Because I mean, you can get off at exit ten,
1: or you can get off at Brambleton to get downtown and not have to deal with that. Will they? Do they? That's a smart thing to do. You understand now. A lot of times you have to. We have to do. We have to dumb things down for Johnny no brain. Johnny no brain. They're all over the place. There's like four of them. Every quarter of a mile on the highway, Mister. I'm on the phone instead of paying attention to the traffic. Yeah, that's our R- issue, though. But, but I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just I mean, saying the, the light rail. So and it's uh, easier, but then you got having people that look, work in, that live in Norfolk that that work in Virginia Beach, right? But I mean?
0: they, still so, they they can only get off at right now. I mean, they have to get off Newtown, Newtown Road. Road.
1: But if you extend this light rail to Virginia Beach, like we're to propose. Where are they are the light rail to go extend down to? Is it going to go for past town center? Well, right now, the first phase only takes the town center. All right. And then eventually it would make its
0: way to the oceanfront. All right. Now, I'm not saying I'm, I'm against, it, against it necessarily. I'm just – but what I am saying is I'm not sure it's getting the use – like we've spent a lot we're spending a lot of money on it.
1: Have you ever used light rail? Yes. When? Tide game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going to the Tides game is the cheapest way of doing it because the light rail goes right in front of Harbor Park. Okay. Is $3. The light rail. If you park with your car, it's five dollars. Got it. And how traffic many times did you get? How many times? Last year I went. Yeah. I didn't really watch baseball last year. Okay. But the year before that, I went like five times.
0: Okay. Did you use light rail every single time? Yes, I did. Well, that's good. Maybe maybe there's some hope. for some hope you know, for man, Light rail. It's really it's, it's honest, really simple to do because you I've skip never, the traffic. I've never used the light rail. You know I, got, I
1: I just prefer to drive. Because Harbor like at Harbor Park, the the baseball games usually happen around what afternoon traffic. So I'm bailing afternoon traffic to get to a baseball game. You know what I mean? And it's just a ties game. So I'm running risk of my life, getting a car accident, wasting gas, paying $5 to park at Harbor Park. You know what I mean? I think it's the big scam of like maybe now it's, it's lo- the, all this money is going to be used for light rail. It's going to take money out of other people's hands.
0: Well, I guess my, my, my thing is I wonder if the $151 million would not be better spent on the roads. These like, roads, I, yeah. Are they going to widen up some places? To ta- make it That's what they're talking about. Some of the proposals is to add to add yeah. lanes to some of the roads to expand, like expand the highway. I mean, look, at, I can tell you right now, just after this last winter storm, we've got major potholes that need to be repaired. So, part of is it that one hundred fifty-one dollars will be spent. Because let's be honest, I'm just, I'm not seeing. The amount, of the, light, the amount of light rail used to justify that. just that And then also, year. like, we're
1: talking about, like, all right, so now...
0: If the light rail really want to be successful, they should have built it to go to the naval base in the very beginning. Because that would have made a huge dent in traffic congestion. Because that's where everybody's going.
1: And then that could be, in, like I said, that could be in the future of Polyworks. You know what I mean? They could extend it out to do that. But, I mean, now we're talking about, like, we're talking now. This is the wintertime. Traffic isn't as bad. Well, I'm talking about when it hits May and they start doing road work out there again... And now these lanes, these four-lane highway roads, turn to two lanes from 6.30 till 5 o'clock in the morning. That's bad. That's not even good at all. Like, it's just, it's middle of traffic. It's like 7 o'clock, and you see a truck come out. They're laying the cones out because they start working on the highway. I mean, you're probably not on the road by the time. You're probably at home by then. But, like, me, I'll get off at work at 8 o'clock. And then I, it's taking me forty minutes to get home because I'm in bumper to bumper traffic because the two sixty four is a two lane road. And then last, I mean not even this last summer, it was like two summers ago, maybe three summers ago, it was literally sixty four. Sixty four had two construction sites. Two sixty four had three construction sites, facing potholes and everything else, making a two lane road. I, did, did, I, I remember, four. man.
0: I came, out, I would come off work at like one in the morning, and they're out there.
1: And then yeah. And it's just, but one in the morning, traffic ain't that bad. One in the morning, it's not that bad. Right? Yeah,
0: it's easy. I, I mean, I got right. it, no problem getting home. But
1: like 7.30 at night, you're, 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 you think you're at 5 o'clock. I mean, o'clock but
0: hold on though. I mean, does that mean we should never do road, like road work? Because, no, I mean, the I'm roads mean a lot that. of
1: work. But if you had the light rail, maybe, just maybe, so many people that instead would say, hey, I need say take light rail to my job and I would skip this traffic and not get a." car. Okay, but me.
0: even in your situation though, the light rail is not going to go to where you work. It won't. The light rail is only going. There's only a small downtown Norfolk. The light rail, very the light will solve everybody's people.
1: problems. But I'm saying that, and maybe just maybe it might make it e- make it easy for like Johnny, regular man, to say, "Look, man, I guess I'm going to jump on the light rail and go t- to work in downtown Norfolk, or I live in Norfolk. I live in South Norfolk. I'm going to jump on the light rail to to my restaurant I, cooking I, job." I, I'm not disagreeing with you. All I'm at, saying at P. is P. that, but the, the time the, the time frame though. Let's think
0: about this, though. Most people that work in downtown Norfolk, their traffic commute usually occurs between 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock in the morning. So that's that's great. You alleviate that traffic, but the traffic going to the naval base is still going to be there.
1: I know. And I, and I know what you're saying about the Navy base thing. And like I said, we ha- you have to, I guess this light rail thing has to be more of a crawl before we can walk type thing. Oh, well, agreed. You know what I mean? You have to, we have to see the town center first, and then... You need somebody with big balls to walk in and say, yep. "Look, man, let's take it to it. Let's take this bad boy down to Oceana," and they go, "Just whoa, Oceana, that's craziness."
0: I'm like, "Well, no, not really." Well, I, I will, I will say this, like Norfolk is looking like it's going through a renaissance again. <laughs> I, know, a renaissance. I, I, I know, yeah, I know you you laugh, but I mean, I was walking down in, down Granby Street last last weekend. I was taking the dog for a walk. And one thing I did that notice is if you are a beer-drinking hipster, yes. downtown Norfolk is the place to be. Granby Street has got a new brewery coming in and being built in there. There's a lot brewery for Hashi. Yeah, and there's a, a couple of new restaurants. There's a new tap house where A.J. Gators used to be. Um, there's a lot of new stuff being built, and if that Waterside Complex pops off again... If it does. If it pops off again, if. that's going to draw a lot draw a lot of attention if. to downtown Norfolk. If. I'm optimistic because I think based on what I'm seeing, it's very similar to landing in Jacksonville. Landing in Jacksonville is a lot of fun.
1: It feels like it's just going to be—it's the tomb, and it'll ever be a place where they have a beer festival or a wine festival, and we're there enjoying. the I find it ironic that you
0: could you could be so pessimistic about the waterside project, but so optimistic about the light rail project. Because the
1: waterside project shouldn't have fucking happened in the first place. There was nothing wrong with waterside, and then people came down there and took it away. That took away jobs. It took away things for like, people to get out of. You went down there, you didn't get in trouble. I don't remember major police situations. Dude, in I
0: remember there were some pretty major fights going on down there,
1: man. I don't remember that. And, and <laughs> you Waterside. must have had blinders on. I can specifically
0: remember leaving Bar Norfolk a few though. Yes, I specifically remember leaving Bar, Norfolk a, few, uh, Bar Norfolk a few times, and there being lots of cops and a few fights. Especially like Parker Girls a Wild Night, probably. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is, the water side did fall off. And there's a pretty and pretty hefty new re-renova- renovation project in place, and it looks like it's gonna be a lot like the, the landing in, Knox- in not Knoxville in Jacksonville, Florida, and the landing in Jacksonville, Florida is a lot of fun, dude. It's a really good time. So if the if the water side pops off again, and this new Norfolk Renaissance, because there's that new hotel going in right in the corner of Granby and uh, Main Street, mm-hmm. which is going they're gonna call it the the Center or something like that.
1: Yeah,
0: um, that could be huge. That would really give – and that would give people more of an incentive to go to downtown Norfolk. And now if you talk about extending the light rail into Virginia Beach, which is also going through a major renaissance because they're mm-hmm. going to build that new convention center yep. or that new arena. And they're building a lot of spots down there. I can see that being the
1: justification. So I think maybe not now the light rail is necessary, but maybe in five years when the light rail is probably like, how done. How cool would it be so I could take the light rail down to downtown Norfolk from town center? That means like a walk to the. I could walk to the light rail, go to beer fest, get drunk, jump back on the light rail, and go back home and interrupt no traffic.
0: You're right. No, I, I agree. That's what I'm so i, and I don't I, pay I, any
1: event parking right. twenty to twenty dollars. So I,
0: I think maybe if we look at the right light rail from perspective, okay, in five years when downtown Norfolk is alive and well, like alive and well again, mm-hmm. and Virginia Beach is blowing up, that's when it's gonna be necessary because we're gonna want to see we're gonna see an increased flow in traffic going between both places. So in five years, I would say the light rail is which is probably only how long it takes for light rail to get finished. Anyways. Yeah, that's another whole story as all right. right. But I mean, it's it's again, I'm not saying I'm wholly against it. I think it's a it's a worthwhile endeavor. But um, I do sometimes I do wonder if the the it's the bang is worth the buck. And then I think right now it's probably you're you're probably right to the extent that it's, it's probably no one is using it because it only goes to Newtown to new Road, right? Or whatever the case may be. The
1: Newtown Road, and I mean Newtown Road is a nice hub. It's a nice hub. But I mean, in the, in the parking lot, you park there for free. I mean, not a lot of issues there. I mean, it's just, I mean, if you go to Town Center, I think if you open it to Town Center, you open up a lot more opportunity. Yeah. So I mean, I think if you did, I think if they did it to Town Center, then you would automatically see one go all the way down to Lynnhaven. Haven, well, and then you'll see you'll see you go from like there to Rosemont to Lynn Haven. It, like it, it'll, it'll start getting a little. Ridiculous. I feel like
0: if they're gonna take the Town Center, they might as well just keep moving it all the way down because Town Center. Then is once it, he gets
1: first colonial, yeah. it's going to the base. Because
0: town center, this is another thing too. This this occurred to me yesterday walking Winston down at town center. Town center is not what it used to be. Hell no. Because town center when it first popped was it, when it, it was first, a local spot. It was it was, a it was, sp- it was popping. popping spot. People, I mean, there was articles written about it how town center was like the place to hang out. Yep. But uh, they shut it all down yeah, after after um what was the Hispanic place the te- the Mexican Guads why Gu- after Guadalajara's closed down. Keegan's, I guess, is still mildly popular, but I don't hear. I have not heard that many people hang out there anymore. uh, um, Gordon Beer is still a good spot to Mm -hmm. hang out, but I mean, and then there's the Yard House. But none of these places are. I mean, I don't know. It's not. It's not. Red Star's gone. Red Star's gone, and I don't even know what happened there. Yeah, and then another thing too. I mean, what I've noticed about Town Center, and I'm not trying to be sexist. That Town Center has really become a place for women. Because if you it's look all at all women's it, shops, there's nothing there for men. there's a men's warehouse. Brooks, well, yeah, there's Brooks Brothers, I think, and that's really Good about job. it. There's nothing, like, I mean, I, as I'm walking, with them, I'm like, there are no male friendly stores nope. anywhere here. This is re- it's really, Town Center is just
1: for. There's the University of Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the, or was the Virginia Beach Arts Center. FYE, that's that's yeah. men right there. We can listen to music.
0: But I mean,. Town Center really, I, I feel I'm worried. I worry about it because I remember when I was going to, I was buy on one of those loft apartments. Yeah, you
1: were. You were talking. Uh, they about were. It. They had
0: huge plans for that area where, um, uh, across the street, where the what's the name of that? It was like the Green H, the what the hell. Anyways, that big lot, had empty lot they have over there where they used to have you a hardware store. They had huge plans for that. They're going to put a Cinebistro in there. They're going to put a whole bunch of stuff. None of that has, and that was. That was almost 10 years ago
1: because I
0: bought I bought this I bought this house in 2007 and I was contemplating buying that loft in 2006 that's that regal cinema man that regal cinema is not letting I yeah. to go so I mean they like that I don't know what happened to their urban development plan but it is, compl- it is grossly falling off
1: yeah so right, that's town Center a- worries me
0: now maybe a light rail extension would bring some life back to that place I don't know but Something. even they need to put more venues there then because right now you got a yard house Yard House, Gordon Beers, and Keegan's. I think like they're out of land and the restaurants too. No, they have that whole lot. They own that whole lot. What?
1: That one, the parking lot. That yeah, MD the one with lot? the
0: Andy parking lot, yeah. all the way to, and taking over that hard that used to be a hardware store. They mm-hmm. have that whole area. That all belongs to the Town Center Development.
1: Which hmm. is, it's weird. Like I said, and I think if they did that, you also eliminate parking at Town Center. It's just on and on and on, man. But I mean, it's. Thanks. Like we'll we'll see how this light rail stuff plays out and we'll let you, we'll keep you guys up to date on this. Yeah. That stuff
0: I mean stuff. I mean it'll be interesting to see how it plays out.
1: Yeah. So. so next up we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about uh movies for a brief second here.
0: Yeah, we got some time left. We got uh so we we were got into a discussion a minute ago about how there's been a research the, 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 so generations, right? Correct. All kids become at some point fascinated with their parents' generation. Yep. Uh we did it. With our parents, we got... I mean, I remember bell-bottom jeans came back. There was a huge resurgence in in the 70s culture because Mm -hmm. our parents all grew up in the 70s and the 60s.
1: I love 70s music. Yeah,
0: it all came back. Now, our generation's old enough to have kids, and those kids are fascinated with our generation, the 80s generation. So we've seen a lot of 80s nostalgia, right? Yes. Um, Now we're getting to a phase where the 90s generation's kids are getting old enough to be, be fascinated with their parents' culture. Yep. And we've already seen some... Movies reflect that we saw Total Recall got a remake, Teenage Mutant uh, Turtles got the reboot, Teenage Mutant Turtles got a reboot, Point Break Independence is already getting, Independence Day is getting its sequel, Point Break yeah Point Break. Um, so I mean, it, so it kind of begs the question, uh, or kind of dawned on us one or two things. One, Hollywood seems to have run out of ideas. Done. Uh, and then two, if that's the case, and we're going to capitalize on nostalgia, what movies do we want to see? Get a reboot or a sequel, and right. to be fair, I mean, also does that mean that what could a sequel that comes out twenty years later be good and be relevant?
1: Right. So, uh, I mean, what do you think? I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, with the new Turtles movie, that's the second one coming out. Um, Transformers is idea from the eighties. You know, may they made movies of those nine 90, movies now. Um, this whole conversation started when we were talking about actually Cloverfield, the new Cloverfield coming out next. New Cloverfield movie coming out next month, whatever. And it's not a direct sequel, but it's kind of a play on the world that That JJ Abrams has created created with Cloverfield, you know. And it's like it caught Hollywood by surprise because, well, JJ Abrams, known for doing major projects and major movies, did this film. And it looks like if you watched it from the trailer, it's pretty much done in small studio. John Goodman, creepy as he always is, he plays that role so great, you know what I mean? And, you know, he's kind of like the monster within the monster, and he's like, Gossip Girl Hidden, but is in the world where chlorophyll's happening. And it's it's really interesting, and it's a great, it's a refreshing idea, you know what I'm saying? Right, it is, and because there's very few movies that we see that are fresh and new and kind of...
0: Like, and I shouldn't say that, because I, I, I would say, like, there are new
1: dramas coming out all the time. And it sucks, because you know what, I can't, I can't, in a way, I can't blame Hollywood for saying, like, you know what, this film did good in the past, let's do it over. Cause I could think of other films, I can think of films that like new ideas, and they did do well. Um I think what last year they had um was it no last year, the movie Chappie? Chappie with yeah, the robot? It
0: didn't get very well reviewed, It didn't though. get well
1: reviewed, but that's an original idea. It kinda reminds me yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. a little bit. But it was like West Africa and it had huge it had Hugh Jackman in it. Yeah. And it bombed. You um, know what I mean? Dude. Really? You Why know what I
0: mean? So well I think is interesting is new dramas come out all the time. Correct. Like Sicario, new drama.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: The Reverend, New Drama. You know, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Bridge of Spies. Yep. You know, another new drama. But we're not I think what's I think what where we're hurting, at least in my mind, is we're not seeing any new sci- science fiction. No. We're not seeing any new action adventure. No. We're not seeing any new thrillers. A lot of what we're seeing is remakes to an extent. Well, they got the movie The
1: Witch coming out.
0: Yeah. Some horror does a little bit better job, too. Yeah. Uh, but even then, it's a lot of horror is a lot of reboots as well.
1: Um, sci-fi so- stuff is kind of hard, man. Because, I mean, I think the last time I seen like, an original idea for a sci-fi film, the, the story flat out, and that was Elysium. Elysium was sci-fi with yeah, Matt Damon. I was
0: surprised. I mean, visually, it was really it, something yeah, to look at. Yeah, again,
1: but... I love I loved anything that director from District 9 does. I, I, I yeah, Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. I flock to it. Yeah, he I he, to he it.
0: tries. I mean, at least he tries. And it, it's know. like,
1: he uses a great, he uses Africa as like his like thing, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, he has great ideas, but District 9 kind of flat out the end. But it was very actiony. y It was great. Yeah. Um, Elysium, <laughs> It was Actually, but then you knew Matt Damon was gonna die. You're like, I know he's gonna die. I mean, I think the newest, really,
0: the newest sci fi, most successful sci fi movie we've seen in a long time is Avatar. And that's supposed to be a trilogy, and it's taking James Cameron forever just to get the sequel. He's supposed to start filming, the movie's supposed to come out next year, and he hasn't even started filming anything yet. Avatar's tough to get through, it's so long. Yeah, but I mean, it's, but it's the most successful science fiction film yeah. we've seen in, in years yeah. everything that's been successful since then has been a the reboot a Star reboot. Trek Star Trek Star Wars Star Wars yeah um, so I mean is you know uh, when it comes to when it comes to non-drama I feel like we're Hollywood is really having a hard time like, they're rebooting The Mummy with what? Tom Cruise I, what? yes no yes
1: I shit you no <laughs> you didn't tell me this yes they're oh. rebooting
0: The Mummy and Tom Cruise is in it what? I'm not kidding
1: I'm hurt yeah um, I mean, you told me that they're rebooting Indiana Jones, which yeah, like not movement. rebooting, but it's a sequel. It's a sequel, which yeah. again, how do you do that?
0: Well, I think I think I think what it, what boils down there is I think Kathleen Kennedy and Steven Spielberg want another crack at the franchise now that George Lucas is on, is out. George Lucas is out of everything. Did he just
1: ruin everything. Are they proving George Lucas is like the worst person to add to a person? Well, I,
0: I mean, maybe it used to be George Lucas was a was huge a golden, asset. He was the golden boy. Yeah, right? But now
1: he's a huge liability. Maybe you know? the I mean, bold idea Red Tails was
0: awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd rather watch the the HBO movie Tuskegee Titan Airmen Man, yeah. and watch Red yeah, Tux. it's bad. Um, but, I mean, so, uh, I mean, it seems to me like Hollywood is just, now that, that it's nostalgia sells. Part of me wonders if it's a matter of, hey, we don't need anything new because nostalgia sells more, will sell me more at the box office. By the way, I want to admit something from last week. So Nick showed me the numbers. Oh, Deadpool Uh-oh. was the biggest, you know, he, you know Nick, Deadpool was, you know, a, Higher-grossing film opening weekend, opening weekend yeah. for a rated R film, Here it comes. and I was like, "It doesn't matter. The studios are never gonna are, are never gonna hop on the rated R train." Here it comes. I read an article today. Here it is. Wolverine yes, it three is. is going rated R. There it is. So I, I stand corrected. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong, um, but because uh, I think
1: I mean the, the numbers speak for themselves. Thank man. you. And like I said, it, like I said in the past, I don't wanna to touch them too long. But like I said, the number to speak of that, hey, people, if it's radar and it's like exciting like that, I'm an older man. I'm gonna buy the DVD, I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be a little more in set and watching it. This kid might buy the toy, but he's gonna get tired of the toy and he'll buy the new next toy. Yeah. Whatever. He ain't gonna worry about that movie no more. I'm like this, yo, let's pop them over in it again, yo, let's kick ass one more time. Or they've shown FX or IFC. I'm gonna watch that shit over and over and over. You know, what I mean, they got to they got to play to the market who, who's going to buy it, who's yeah.
0: Watch it, but anyway. So I mean, I wonder if the studios just realized nostalgia sells. It makes a lot of money at the box office, so maybe that's where we should st- where we should stay. Yeah.
1: But so we were so then I started running through a list. I, I went to my phone and I I googled like you know '90s movies. Yeah. And I started running through films. Like went through IBM, like the top like 100 their most popular films. Not the highest rated, but the most popular. Ironically, Titanic was the number most popular, which Christ. Yeah, I think but.
0: what was interesting about that list that we found is there aren't a lot of movies in the '90s that lend themselves to sequels.
1: Right, or that, that was like they were very bookend. And that's it. Yeah. Boom. There's no sequel to Titanic. Dog. No. <laughs> Unless you it, want to see what happens over. to Rose when she hits the, when she gets it's back over. ashore, it's uh, over. I mean, I, I can
0: pitch that movie. Let's see, Rose gets ashore. <laughs> she's she's broken, penniless, and cold. Um, and and then uh, she
1: goes to be an old lady and talks yeah. about her experience. Exactly. Good job. Yeah, about know. her love she had. Good job. Um, you know, they had Goodfellas. Forrest and like that. has a,
0: Forrest Gump has a sequel in written form. There's a, a sequel to the novel, but even then, the novel didn't get good reviews. So I'm not so sure a movie would. Do, any,
1: do it any good so then we're going through this list and then we ran across a film that actually sparked our interest and it, when it happened we had that moment of like we kind of look at each other and kind of like oh my god it could be real and it was the movie seven seven could totally
0: be a sequel and it and you know we we're so we got into the conversation if you're gonna so a sequel 20 years later does it work i would argue it depends on the situation and how you write it Mm-hmm. And I think Seven would be a movie that would lend it would itself work. to a great sequel. And it this worked. this was my pitch. This was my pitch. This would work. So we got Morgan Freeman still alive and well and kicking. All right? Yep. Uh, Brad Pitt is obviously still alive and well and kicking. Doing it. So here's my pitch. And let me And folks, I welcome comments and see what you think. Please. So here we are. It is now 20-something years later. And Brad Pitt is up, let's say, for parole. Or it's time for him to get out of jail. It's Twenty years of life. Yeah, good job. So, but his rage because we all know what happened. His rage consumed him in the end. After uh, Kevin Spacey's character cut off, spoilers, cut off his wife's head. <laughs> Twenty so, years ago,
1: spoilers. Come on, guys. If you
0: haven't seen this movie <laughs> now, I'm sorry, but I... I my spoiler alert for people or like yeah. six months after six so, months, you ain't
1: seen it, man. Spoiler alert. Here it is.
0: So his rage. He's had to, his rage has consumed him to the point that. He has become so obsessed with Kevin Spacey's character that he becomes Kevin Spacey's character. So even when he gets out, he begins to externalize his rage and begins killing people. Much in a manner very similar to the man who killed his wife. Now, the cops can't get a a hold of this guy. So what do they do? They turn to Morgan Freeman's character who's long since retired but... They need someone, but he was the key to helping catch the original killer. Correct. He was the guy that developed the profile on him, really dove down into the literature, looked at all the evidence, and was really incremental in trying to catch this guy. And he's the only person who's really worked long enough with Brad Pitt's character to have an idea of, what, of, of being able to develop a profile on him to catch him. So that's my pitch. Morgan Freeman is now brought out of retirement to catch his old partner
1: Michigan. with the help of like a new like yeah. some some guy some some Hollywood list. I would use a I wouldn't use a top tier Hollywood guy. I would need you would need a <sighs> someone new, someone fresh. Not necessarily a no name, but someone just new and fresh. I'll use know. the guy. You know, what I mean, I, I know he'd play his role. I think I think I, the guy I see because I see him in his role as a cop doing stuff like that is the dude who plays Professor Xavier in new films. He's uh, always... Avery? He,
0: he, huh? Uh, no, Mac... Mac uh, yeah, yeah, Mac... 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 Mac What's
1: his name? Yeah, you know what Mac, I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But he's like... He, I've seen him in roles as a cop like that, playing roles like that, and I think he'd be that guy. He has the intelligence. He has that look like, I'm intelligent. I can hold my own a little bit. You know, and he could play the role with Morgan Freeman where they won't out... Oh, they won't out-act each other. They're like they would compliment each other. Yeah. And then, you know, Brad Pitt... Could play a bad guy in a film, which I think I can't recall him play the playing a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he can play a bad guy in a film. Which well, here's the question.
0: So, so here's the question. What's the twist at the end? Oh, shit. That's the hard part because Seven has such a great twist, right? Like right. they go out and like, what's in the box? What's in the box?
1: You know what I mean? I, I mean, I, the, the twist. You would the twist would be like the box was like there was another box, whatever, and they look inside, and the box is actually a bomb.
0: Oh, here's so you oh, know some Forehand, shit, you or some shit, or so so you know the last movie was the Seven Deadly Sins. What if this time it was like like the the nine the nine levels of hell? Jeez, and the murders were connected. There's a great book called
1: Dante's Club. Yeah, the Dante's Inferno, right? Yeah,
0: we like that no, there's the, that there's Paradise Lost or the Inferno, which is the original. But there's a great book called Dante Dante um, the Dante Club. It's about a bunch of authors who are charged with translating the original. Uh, Inferno, and they, uh, uh, somebody in there, it takes place in like the early 1900s, and there's a man out there doing a copycat version of the different tortures from the nine layers of hell. So you can kind of take that idea to an extent and, and make it, into, it in there. A, into a sequel yeah. for seven. So yeah. instead of seven, it's nine or something like
1: yeah. that. Yeah.
0: And the, like, the twist at the end could be maybe um, – because pride is the uh, is the or no betrayal. Betrayal is the center of hell, right? That's that uh, when you get there. When, when Morgan Don't Freeman
1: say, kills yeah. the cop to save his friend Brad Pitt. Yeah. What? Or
0: maybe since or maybe the twist is since Morgan Freeman is betraying his friend because he has to catch. He's been charged to catch his friend. That's betrayal. So now, so the twist is Morgan Freeman gets an icy death because the center of hell is so cold that the souls are trapped in ice, some kind of icy death because he betrayed his, his partner. That's
1: crazy. I mean, it'd be... Boom, mind it blown. Would, mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> it would be really good. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, shit, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Leave a comment. Hollywood, What's please, on? Hollywood. If you're a screenwriter if you're a screenwriter out there, dude, throw us a line. You know what I mean? I mean, we'd love to see some shit like that on television. We don't got no money to produce this. Yeah. You know what I mean? But <laughs> we would... <laughs> you know what I mean? I would uh, definitely... It's. It's something genius that we'd you know somebody would watch somebody yeah. would watch that.
0: But I mean, what I mean, what other other movies that Linem said so that could possibly be sequeled or reboot? Tough man. I'd love to see True Lies in some way, shape, or form. Get something.
1: I said something about like my my Blue Heaven. Oh yeah, I mean? my Blue Heaven. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you get yeah. Rick Moranis out of retirement somehow. Yeah. Some way. And you get uh, what, Steve what Martin, happened to those
0: characters after? Yeah. The but it'd be a
1: sequel type thing, yeah. not a yeah. reboot type thing, but that'd be that'd be kind of cool to see. But, I mean, the 90s was just full of, like, movies. If it wasn't a major franchise, the movies themselves were... They were very bookend. Well, all then, the major then films
0: then that lend themselves to a sequel got sequels, right? Yeah, like, immediately. Like Terminator, Judgment Day. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which that franchise is all but dead now. Yes, and Genesis and, well, that. Good job, Genesis. James Cameron apparently seen the rights back Terminator... Very soon, so maybe he'll feel compelled to save the franchise himself. If he does,
1: and if James Cameron takes it back and does it, he needs to do a full reboot. Sorry, Arnold, we're done. Yeah, and but start think, over.
0: I, I, but I mean, I'd be interested and to see like
1: reprise like the first movie all over again. The problem with is a different thing. Yeah,
0: but the problem is Avatar. He's Avatar is competing. Yeah, in he's that. way too deep in, in yeah. Avatar now. So I mean, uh, Independence Day finally got a sequel. That was a big franchise film. Jurassic Park's been making films forever mm-hmm. now. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of other major franchises. I Beyond that, there's a lot of
1: mobster movies of the 90s. And, yeah. And, and the, a lot of movies, earlier. really, these movies they, in the 90s, they book in. the like, they yeah, really yeah. good films. Green Mile and, and all those. Goodfellas and Heat and, Casino. I mean, all, I mean, those are the movies yeah. I like. Fight Club. You can't only do a sequel of Fight Club. Maybe you could. Yeah. You know I mean? What happened after all the buildings went down?
0: Nine Monkeys or 12 Monkeys? Probably. 12
1: Monkeys, maybe. Fifth Element would be a really good yeah, franchise. But thing. then, you know, Bruce Willis phone it in. He's phoning it in.
0: <laughs> well, maybe not phoning Bruce, falling Willis, like Bruce, Bruce Willis, 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 but maybe phalililu. Because, uh, what's her face? She's still around. Yeah, she's still around. And she commits to everything she does. I think we call agree. That the Resident Evil movies are not
1: great, right? But she actually, but really she will. commits to that yeah, role. She so is, well. I believe, her character. But everything she
0: does, she commits to. Um, and she was really good in something else recently that wasn't uh, part of that that world. But oh well. Anyways, folks, we're now at uh, the forty-six minute mark. Uh, I think that's going to conclude it for tonight. Yeah. Hey, leave us a comment and let us know what are your ideas for something that could be eventually
1: get a sequel or maybe something you'd want to pitch. You know, um, we might talk about it. We'll, we'll hear the pitch and we'll say it on the show. Yeah. You know, no problem. We'll mention you and everything else. It's all about, you know, viewer participation. And we like the, we, we are free to talk about anything. We're very chill, very relaxed people. And we don't mind that, you know, so please anything, any comments at all. We'd like to mention it, say it, you know, um, yeah, beyond that. Yeah, absolutely. Good all right, show. guys.
0: Good show. Good discussion. Uh, some very strong debates tonight. Uh, we look forward to talking, talking again this weekend and, uh, All right, guys. Have a
1: good week. Thank you much.